0: Okay! let's just get into it you need to see across the spider verse if you like spider-man you need to see across the spider verse if you don't like spider-man you need to see across the spider verse if you like animation you need to see across the spider verse if you don't even respect animation you need to see across the spider verse! Now enough of that overpraising let me uh, kinda let you know this is a review of across the spider verse so before we get into this video please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well if you didn't enjoy this video, be sure to leave a like, leave a comment, let me know your thoughts. Also, we have channel memberships available now. So if you want to help support the channel grow in any way, help me grow, help The channel, you know, buy random things so we can have them in a video, my little knickknacks, my toys. Check it out. Have access to some videos that are blocked that you only have access to by signing up for the $2.99 membership. There's special live reactions to One Piece, Berserk, certain things that may not be okay in regards to staying monetized on YouTube. So I put that behind the wall and we will continue to add more stuff while, you know, we go on this journey on the YouTubes. Also, I do have a new podcast out now called The Moon Peace Podcast, so be sure to check that out with my homies Kimmy and Danny. Talk about anime, nerd stuff, all types of things in between. So, without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. Got get it to you. So I know I just sound like I was overpraising this movie, right? There are some cons, slight cons. I'm not saying the movie's bad. These are honestly nitpicks, right? So the first thing we can talk about is because I'm an old man, because this movie is so visually stunning, and because I live in Brooklyn and there's cars driving by so you probably hear in the back of this audio, the audio for me is a little bombastic. Bombastic side-eye. Not bombastic side-eye. Criminal offensive side-eye. It was just a lot for me to handle. There were points where I felt like I was maybe going deaf. I. I I couldn't hear, it was just too much. Maybe that's because I saw it in RPX. I was just overwhelmed, but I know this is gonna get cinema, cinema people mad. I wish there was an option. I wish there was a theater that would give subtitles. I know, maybe because I watch too much anime, I'm so used to subtitles, but I can't watch anything anymore without subtitles, whether it's in another language or the same language. It doesn't even matter. I just can't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I need it, I need it. But that's not the fault of the movie, that's just a me problem, right? So that's a random nitpick. Another thing, the visuals are so stunning that they can be a little overwhelming. A little overwhelming. I feel like if you have some type of issue with flashing lights and a lot of switching scenes and color and the anime, just the anime style switches so much and it's so vibrant and it's a lot. It can be overwhelming. Even I felt overwhelmed that sometimes. Once again, my issue, my problem, old man here, that's, that's just, it is what it is. It's not me saying that they're bad. It's just I understand if somebody was overwhelmed by both the audio and these visuals and that may... Off put some people into giving it a maybe a worse ranking because it was just too much to handle and they couldn't focus. Who knows? And the last nitpick I'll say is I wish we got a little bit more of Miles's I don't know school life, his day to day. You know, we kind of just get thrown into like him doing like villain of the week esque things, showing what a day in the life of Spider Man and being a student is. Basically, him being late as all Spider Mans always are. But we I don't feel like we got enough. I would have liked to see more, and maybe we got enough of what we needed in the first movie, or maybe we'll get more in Beyond the Spider-Verse, but I would have just love to see more fleshed out of like, what, go- who was his friends, like what is he doing here in this world, like, they showed Genki a little bit, like him living with him, and they didn't explore it too much, but he was present. But, those are my nitpicks, my cons, let me get into the pros. So, as someone from Brooklyn, this felt very, very genuine of a representation in this movie of what Brooklyn is like. I don't know if somebody from Brooklyn helped design this world, um, was on the staff. Some, they did maybe excellent research, it felt like there was love and care in making this feel like Brooklyn. I mean, hell, even in the intro points, they show like the Myrtle and Broadway stop, which is like the J, the M, and the Z train, if you didn't notice that. And that hits different because if you know, if you're from here, not just like you just moved here, that train station is in Bushwick. And that is traditionally a predominantly Puerto Rican neighborhood, which borders Bed-Stuy, a predominantly Black neighborhood, and Mobs being both a... Puerto Rican and black character, it's the details for me. It's the details. All that being said, the culture in this and the atmosphere and the dialogue was on point. Everything felt genuine. Everybody's voice actors. I can't speak. Everyone's voice acting performances were on point. The music, on point. The representation, on point. Like everything felt authentic. They felt like real people. I forgot I was watching an animated film at many points. I just, it just hit different. It was, it did what it had to do. And very, very well done job, honestly. Also, another thing I liked here was the details, you know, in regards to Miles and, like, his growth and his ambitions and the fact that he wants to learn more about the world and find his way and himself. Like, that was refreshing and relatable, especially carrying over from the last film to this film. I mean, it hit so hard that, like, I cried because there was a moment where he was having, like, a conversation with his mom and she was giving him a speech and she was just worried like the rest of the world wouldn't accept him and love him the way she does that if he goes out into it like he won't be accepted and god that that hit me because the movie is giving you the worries that a mother of a black child has in America without explicitly telling you that's what it is because there's people who hate being preached to about black issues but the film is giving you it and if if you if you are if you're that you're gonna feel it you're gonna notice it that speech is going to hit different and it's gonna to feel like it was your parent or guardian or your mom's having that conversation with you i mean we i don't want to get too preachy but you know it if you know you know what it's like to go out there and realize that a lot of people don't want you there they don't think you belong that's all i'll say also the complete narrative of miles being accepted as spider-man in this movie and being called an anomaly out of all the universes and it connecting to how Back in 2011, when he was introduced, people refused to accept his existence being a Black Spider-Man, which was explicitly stated, you know, to be a point in the interviews from the directors. Was there any degree of that story that was meant to be a sort of commentary on the fans who who don't see Miles yes. as a real Spider-Man? Yes, person? yes, absolutely, absolutely. That itself, it's it's a it's almost a whole overarching theme. It's combating the meta, I think, of most comic book toxicity, you know, MCU toxicity, just the constant bickering and back and forth about characters being recasted of, of different races and people just getting mad about it but it's just i don't understand i just don't get it why just they're comic book characters they've been redone so many times this ain't anime or manga we're talking about where there's just one storyline and one story and only one vision of a character we've watched these characters in comic books whether it be dc or marvel be rebooted so many times it's not that deep bro relax <laughs> Oh, Carlos Klein! <laughs> Embarrassing. Carlos <laughs> Klein. Also, Gwen's storyline is really, really great. So much stronger in this film, and honestly, this movie feels like it was meant to be a wrap up of her story arc and give Miles a greater story arc for the future. Really, really enjoyed Gwen. Gwen in this movie got on my nerves. Got on my nerves, but good character development. Also, cameos, cameos, cameos on cameos, cameos on cameos on cameos. Easter eggs everywhere. I don't know how many they are. I don't know how anybody's going to round them up. I'm sure that there's going to be plenty of YouTube channels that are going to try. They're going to try and the spitball and try to get them all listed. Impossible. They're, they're all here. Honestly, every point in time, you're sitting there like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, oh, I see the thing. Like, you're, you're doing that the whole movie. And you got to look for clues. There, there are answers for later on in the movie that are given to you in the beginning of the movie. And it's almost as if it was... Sorry, anime reference. As if I was watching One Piece happen, because I'm just like, bro, what? He put, they put that detail in the beginning of the movie, and then it just came back in the later on in the movie. Like, how did I miss that? It was right there. Answers is right there. I don't know. That's just me. Details on point, Easter eggs on point, fire, just fire. And as we're talking about cameos, let's talk about the characters, the new characters that got introduced that I loved. Right? We're not. I'm not gonna give my review and my thoughts on characters that we met from the past movie too much, but these new characters. Hobie Spider Punk, come on, Daniel Kaluuya, you killed that. New favorite Spider-Man automatically. You did that. You a real one. Honestly, you want Hobie as your best friend, as your man's. You trying to, you trying to take down the establishment with Hobie. Great character, loved him. A plus, A plus on the the different accents that you chose to combine together. You really did that. Loved it. Also, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, so I'm very, very sorry. Pavatya Prabhakar, the the Indian Spider-Man, very enjoyable and funny. The chai tea bit, hilarious. You know, chai chai, chai tea, coffee coffee, cream cream. Very, very, I learned something, because I'm an idiot, and this whole time I had no idea chai meant tea. So, I was educated by this film. Miguel O'Hara, though. Oscar Isaac. Spider-Man 2099, great antagonist. I understand why he's doing what he's doing. I understand his motivations. uh, You know, he's relatable. It's messed up. Um, He's basically acting like he's a TVA from Loki. You know what I mean? Um, I liked it. He's cool. Looking forward to seeing what happens because it's not like, you know, he's the main villain per se. He's just the antagonist for this and let's get into the main villain for this overarching narrative. The Spot. Bananas. Deadass thought he was gonna be a joke. Ended up turning into a true menace (laughs) once the movie evolves and now you're genuinely scared of him. Creepy as hell, the whole no skin thing, and the fact that bagels? What's up with this this multiversal thing in bagels? Everything everywhere all at once. Bagels play a point in this too. The Spot ended up being way more enjoyable than I thought. Very, very funny, very, very menacing. Wow, just how? How did I make that work? This is just overall just a funny movie, too. It's deep. It's funny. It's a lot, bro Also the canon event thing. I like that. That's a really really good way to poke at like people who feel like characters and different representations of The same character has to always have these certain things in order to be that the canon event the the <laughs> The, the basically, what do they call that in the MCU? Just the, 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 the point that always has to happen, whatever. The main point, I forget the exact term. Very, very good concept. I liked it and I like the movie is specifically trying to just poke at that as a whole. I think that's a dope concept. The movie does great things. Also, I will say, the foreshadowed plot twist in the end, like it feels so heavy, even though you can see it coming, like you can see it if you're paying attention. The plot twist. You see it, like I said about the detail thing, it's not crazy, but it still hits hard, even if you see it coming, because you're still like, I knew this was probably going to happen, but it's, I'm still feeling it, the atmospheres, the, the atmospheres, the music, the music, also download the album, make sure you download the album to this movie, fire, Metro Woman, did did your thing, crazy, 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 and the last detail I'll say after talking about the plot twist is that, the ending of the scene, it felt like I was watching an episode of One Piece, because... The to be continued screen, listen, I went into this knowing that there was gonna be a sequel. I knew there was a part three, I knew it was a trilogy, I knew that this was kind of be connected directly to another movie. I was so into the movie, I was so just locked in that even though I know in One Piece, like when the episode is about to hit to be continued because it's just like I'm used to that feeling, I felt it a little bit once we started getting to the end of the movie, but I was so lost and captivated I didn't even realize how long I was really sitting in this movie. Yeah, it clocks, on, clocks in over two hours. I thought I was there for like an hour and a half by the time we got to the end of the movie. I wanted more. And that can be a complaint for some people, I think, that they didn't like that it ended in a cliffhanger. That's not something we get often, you know what I mean? Most of the Marvel films, they have cliffhangers, but they make sure it wraps up and you can watch that movie as its own. They made sure, oh no, you're going to have to watch this next movie if you want to know. You just you're just it's not gonna feel complete maybe this was one long movie maybe this i'm i don't know what the process was somebody let me know if this was like a five-hour thing and they just cut it in half i don't know what it is overall man this this is a great movie it'll probably probably be better you know with a rewatch or two and i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten it's probably the best comic book movie i've ever seen and it's probably the best animated movie i've ever seen Or animated piece of work I've ever seen. And that's me including Disney, Pixar, any anime that I watch. I haven't seen anything like this ever. And also, shout out to Lord and Miller. I believe that's the director's names. They let a 14-year-old... Basically, designed one of the scenes, gave him a contract, paid him out. This young 14 year old kid who designed, spoiler alert, sorry, one, two, three, like the Lego scene that's in this. That is dope. Like, they paid a kid because he made this dope YouTube video where he reenacted the Spider trailer on his own with the Lego stuff. And they let him do it over spring break. And they paid that kid. That just goes to show you, man, the amount of creativity that people put out there, whether you be a kid or an adult and you put it on the internet. Yeah, all of us can't be famous. All of us won't be able to blow up, right? With look at me and my little youtube channel but somebody might see it it might get popular and that's really really dope i think that they they did that and you know gave back to the world in that sense that's a big thing you know young black kid really just got the bag i respect it for doing lego stuff you know what i mean so yeah that's my thoughts on spider-man across the spider-verse i'm definitely gonna check out beyond the spider-verse i'm excited i've never been more excited for a sequel to something it's coming out in march so if you don't know March 2024, that's when the next part comes out. So, those are my thoughts. Uh, before we end this video, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as the notification button to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you're enjoying this video, be sure to leave a like, leave a comment, let me know your thoughts. So, on that note, y'all, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've known the way to something great. And I feel I create like every day and